This chazor zechin is barachet shvag b'vam yehudim sechus b'avu kam daf lamet. Zok the mission of a person pours water into shul's rabbi another person is damaged by it. The owner of the water must pay for the damage. If a person hides a thorn or a piece of broken glass in shul's rabbi, or if a person makes a fence of thorns against shul's rabbi, or if a fence fell into shul's rabbi and a person was damaged by one of these things, the owner is chayiv to pay for the damage. Zok the gemara rav said the owner of the water is chayiv only if the person's clothing was ruined by the water. However, if the person was injured because he slipped on the water, the owner of the water would not be chayiv because it's the ground that injured him. Ravuna asked him, the water mixes with the earth and creates mud, and that mud should be considered as owned by the owner of the water. He should, therefore be, he should therefore be chayv to pay. Rav answered, I was referring to a case where the water was absorbed into the ground there was no mud. Based on this, this Mishnah and the last one are saying the same thing. Mar says one Mishnah is to teach that when one poured water in the summer, when pouring water into the Shazram is not allowed, he's chayv over there. And one is teaching when he poured water into the winter, when it is allowed. And it's teaching two different cases. In fact, Bryce says that although in the winter one may do so, if he does so and someone is damaged by it, he is chayv. Said, the owner of the thorn fence is only chai if the thorns were sticking out into the Shusharab. However, if they were all into his property, he's potter. Rabachal son of Ravika explained the reason for this is it's not usual for people to rub against a wall. Abraisa says if someone hides thorns or glass in someone else's wall, and the owner of that wall then demolished the wall, which caused it to fall into the Shusharab, and the, gla- the glass or thorns did damage over there, the one who hid these items is chai. Abraisa said this is only the case if the wall was a weak wall, and the other person should have therefore known that the wall was going to be demolished. However, if it's a strong wall, he should be he would be potter because the owner of the wall and the owner of the wall would be chayev. Ravina said, we see from here, that if a person covers his bar with someone else's cover and the owner of the cover comes and takes back his cover, the owner of the bar would be chayev for any damage caused by the bar. Pshita, said, we would have thought that in the case of the wall, the owner of the thorns and glasses is chayev because the owner of the wall does not know who owns these items and therefore does not need to notify him before demolishing the wall. However, in the case of a bar, we would say that the owner of the cover has to notify the owner of the bar in order for him to be chayev. Bryce says, they would hide their thorns and their glass in their fields and would put them at least three twakam deep into the ground so that they should not block the plow. If Sheshit would throw them into a fire, Rava would throw them into the Diglas River. Rabbi Huda said if someone wants to be a chassid, he should be careful with the laws of Nazikin. Rava said he should be careful with the concept of concepts of Mesechtas Ovais. Others say he should be careful with the concepts of Mesechtas Brachas. Zuck the Mishnah, if one puts his straw into the Rishus Rabbim so that it be trampled on and turned into fertilizer and a person is damaged by it, the owner of the straw is high for the damages. Also, whoever takes the straw first can be kainit. Or Shimon Gamliel says whoever creates a peril in the Rishus Rabbim and it causes damage is high to pay for the damage. And whoever takes the item first will be kainit. If one moves animal waste in the Rishus Rabbim and someone is damaged by it, the person who moved it is high for the damage. Frak the Gemara. Should we say that the mission does not follow Rabbi Huda? Because Rabbi Huda says in a brisa that in the fertilizing season, a person is allowed to put as fertilizer out in the Shusharab for people to trample on it. The more said the Mishnah may follow even Rabbi Huda. Although he says the person is allowed to do that, he would agree that if, if it uh, did damage, the person would still be high. In fact, we find that Rabbi Huda says that if uh, a, a person is potter, if his Ner Hanukkah started a fire because he had permission to put it at the entrance of his house or his store, presumably this means he had permission for Bezim. We see that Rabbi Huda says if a person had permission, he'd be potter for any damage that it causes. The more says no. In that case, he's potter because he he had permission to put it there based on a mitzvah, not just permission from Bezin. Fidakhtamar, Bryce says, if the Chum gave permission for someone to put something into the Shusha Rabbim, and that thing caused damage, he'd be chayyav. Rabbi Huda says he'd be potter. We see Rabbi Huda says a person is potter in such a case. Rabbi Nachman said the mission is discussing the time of the year when it is not the fertilizing season and could therefore uh, follow Rabbi Huda, who says he's potter only during the fertilizing season. Rabbi Ashi said our mission is discussing straw, which is slippery, and therefore even Rabbi Huda would agree that in that case that the person would be chayyav. The Mishnah said, Kalakaitim ben Zachah. Zach, the Mishnah said, the Rabban instituted a penalty for anyone who put items that caused a hazard into the Rishas that they become Hefker, and the first person to take them would be Kaitim. 
Rav said this penalty applies to the principal value of the item as well as any improvements to the item, meaning the straw that was improved by being trampled on by people. Ze'iri said the penalty only applies to the value of the improvement, but not to the value of the principal, and that value would have to be paid for. In fact, in the second case regarding the animal waste moved in the Shusha Rav does not say that whoever takes the first is kind of. Now, according to Ze'iri, this makes sense because uh, the animal waste do not improve by being left here, so the penalty does not apply. However, according to Rav, why wasn't the penalty mentioned in the second case as well? And for tomorrow, since it was already mentioned in the earlier case of the straw, the time did not feel the need to mention it again in this case. Vectamara Bryce on this mission says, if the items are taken, it's considered to be gezel. Presumably this is referring to the case of the animal waste, and we see that the, the penalty does not apply in that case. The Bryce is referring to all the cases of the Mishnah, and the Bryce is, say, is saying that if someone takes the items from the first person who took them and was kind to them, it would be Gezel. Vekmar Bryce says as follows, if someone puts straw out in the Shusarabim to become fertilizer and someone is damaged by it, the owner is Chayyah for the damage, and whoever takes the first can be kainit and is mutter with regard to Gezel. However, if someone moves animal waste in the Shusarabim and it damages someone, the owner is Chayyah, it's also with regard to Gezel. Clearly see that there's a different halach of a straw for animal waste, which is problematic according to Rav. So if Nachman Yitzhak said, with regard to an item that has improvement, meaning like the straw, the Rabbanon penalized the principal value along with the improvement. With regard to an item that does not have improvement, meaning like animal waste, the Rabbanon did not institute, institute the penalty at all. For the Akhmar, according to Rav, if the penalty is the penalty put into effect immediately or only once there's actual improvement? And for the more from the fact that we asked Rav from the case of animal waste, which was not improved, we see that Rav must hold the penalty kicks in even before there's improvement, because if not, then what's the question to begin with? Why that's not approved? Because that was asked before of Nachman's explanation that the penalty is limited to items that have improvement. However, once we know that, the, that that's the case, the question becomes, does the penalty have to take effect? Does it only take effect once there's actual improvement or even before that? In fact, maybe we can say that the machlek between Rav and Z'i is actually machlek among Tanom and Abraisa. Bryce says, with regard to a document which calls for interest payments, Rameh says we penalize the holder and he may not collect the principal or the interest payments. The Chum say he may collect the principal but not the interest. Maybe we can say that Rav holds like Rameh and Zeiri holds like the Rabbanon. And if Rav would, would say that the Rabbanon hold that way in that case because the principal is something that was permissible. But in the case of putting items into Shazarab, which is Osir, they would agree that the penalty would apply even to the principal as well. Zeiri would say, Rameh says that way over there because the Isser begins at the time the document was written. However, when items are put into the Shazarab, who says that they'll cause damage at all, and therefore it can be that may would not penalize the principal in that case. In fact, maybe we can say that between Rav and Z'i is actually machlek among a different time of Bryce. The Bryce says if someone puts straw into the Shusha to make it the fertilizer and it damages someone, the owner is Chayiv, and whoever takes the straw first is Kainit, and it's also with regard to Gezel. Hashim ben Gamliel says anyone who makes a hazardous condition in the Shusha and it causes damage, the owner would be Chayiv for the damage, and whoever takes the items first would be Kainit, and it's Mutter with regard to Gezel. Now, how could the Bryce say whoever takes it first is Kainit, and then say it's also with regard to Gezel? We must say that it means that with regard to the improvement, whoever takes the first is Kainit, with regard to the principle, it's also as Gezlin, Shemeng Amil comes to argue and says that even with regard to the principle, whoever takes the first is Kaina, everything as the Iri would have to say that this is Machleik among Tanoim. However, Rav would say that all agree that the principle is penalized as well, and the Machleik is whether we announce that this is Allah or that people have the right to take these items, or do we only pass them that way after the fact. So, in fact, we find Rav Huna in the name of Rav said, this is the halacha, but we don't rule this way for people out in public. Rav Adabar said, this is the halacha, and we do rule this way for people even the chatechila. In fact, we find Rav Huna passing in an actual case that certain items left in the Shusharam were muttered to be taken. Rav said that owner was warned several times that he didn't change his ways. And that's why Rav Huna allowed the items to be taken in that particular case.